Hello, 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 and welcome to the Particles, Plants and Patients podcast with me, Elliot Griffiths, who works for the NHS and lives in Manchester. We're also here with Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm an engineer. And Tesney. Hi, I'm Tesney. I run my own plant shop here in North Wales. And today we are going to be talking about the interesting topic of historical medicine. So this was my topic that I sort of came up with, um, so I hope it doesn't disappoint, but as we know, history's not been kind to the medical world and um, some, of, some of the original uh, operations and uh, things were quite disgusting and I don't think they were great for people, but we've got a collection of facts for them today. <laughs> um, They're a little bit dramatic. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know about any of you listening at home, but I'm definitely feeling um bigger after Christmas <laughs> and um, dieting is on my agenda. However, one thing that um, I hadn't considered is that you can actually use tapeworms and they were prescribed by doctors uh, in the past to mostly women, according to my source, uh, they were given tapeworm eggs to swallow and then um, they would lose weight because that tapeworm would eat most of their food for them. That's horrific. Like, isn't that just awful? <laughs> Ridiculous. What a first fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to yep. ease us in today. <laughs> yeah, love that tapeworm, me. <laughs> so I looked straight at that one and thought that's the one today. That's the first <laughs> one we need to be doing and discussing. What, it, when was this? Yeah. It was like the 1800s when mm. this was going on. Um, of and Well, as you know, with fashion back then, using lead and everything, I think people just saw... Um, tapeworms and thought wow that makes you thin let's give that a go <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, yeah and I mean it technically did work but it's mm. not a good thing to do um, if no. anybody's had a tapeworm at home as you know they do make you thinner <laughs> but although we do <laughs> not oh my god <laughs> although we Where can't condone that, that? <laughs> <laughs> don't go out eating um Eating tapeworms, please. Yeah. The only thing I think about when you think of a tapeworm is just the US office. Kelly, do you remember, Rachel, when you watched that? I don't know if you did watch that mm-hmm. episode, but Kelly ate a tapeworm just to get thin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's all. maybe she learned this from 1800s medicine. <laughs> it actually ended up just being a worm. Tapeworms and worms are very different, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> don't just go around and eating earthworms. Don't go around eating any worms. Can I just Any worm, <laughs> don't eat. Please don't eat things off the ground or in the ground. <laughs> well, some bugs, veg. You can eat bugs. Yeah, some yeah. veg you can eat. But, but yeah, I yeah, just okay. think that's very dramatic and very um, disgusting. Like, I don't think I'd be too pleased if they're like, take two tapeworms daily or whatever. But um, no, Was it not just like one tapeworm and just sorted out the issue? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think like you'd eat a tapeworm a day. Tapeworm I think a day. <laughs> yeah, I think you would just like eat a tapeworm and then like it just Grow, eat all your food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you'd eat multiple. Otherwise, I think you would definitely die very fast yeah. i would uh you know like when you got to your like optimum way and you're like i'm happy here how did you get rid of it i don't i wonder how that happened i think <laughs> i've actually looked into this before where then there's something you can take to then pass the tapeworm 
I think you you definitely have to make the environment it lives in quite hostile. So maybe drinking salt water. I don't know. Yeah, some well, there's medicines that exist anyway for people yeah. that like have. Food. I was thinking more the eighteen hundreds to be fair. Oh yeah, that is true. They <laughs> didn't have what we have now. No, yeah, they probably had some sort of terrifying machine that's it's extracted. Pro- them. It's probably something ridiculous like cyanide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you got to perfect weight, they just killed you. <laughs> I was reading a thing about this actually. I, I haven't written this one down. This is just from what I remember. And there was a weight loss tablet, and I think it was in the 80s and 90s, that was really great, in quotation marks, uh, <laughs> because they'd found that it was really effective at doing what it did. You could lose, it, in, it increased your metabolism, that's what it was trying to do. And they were finding people that could lose like 30 pounds or something on this quite quickly. You know, this is great. They did a, a study and they proved there was no ill side effects except of course with all these medical studies it wasn't done properly and they used a very small amount of people in a very small amount of time and so the medical board that regulated it were like yeah this is fine we will we'll let it go into the public for a year and see what happens and if anything you know comes out from it being in the public for a year we'll then recall it and they gave it to people and like within months people were having to be hospitalized because they didn't realize they were increasing the metabolism but it was putting so much stress on the people's hearts that they start all started getting heart failure from these weight loss tablets because it was causing them to like it was just causing their bodies to basically overload and they were burning calories at such a rate but it was because their heart was going like non-stop at least Um, they were thin though yeah yeah. but you know well uh I think the one takeaway we've got Thin here but is dead. there's not really much point in dieting because it'll probably kill you. <laughs> well, just diet, but in the sensible ways mm-hmm. of exercise and reduce calories mm-hmm. to a right way. A reasonable amount. turn into yeah. an advice Reasonable group. amount, yeah. <laughs> well, no. Losing weight is obviously a good thing if, you know, for some people, so... That's all I had to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to end go any more on that. <laughs> I have a fact that uh, I actually found out Tesney had also picked, but I really liked. Um, and this is there's one there's some that are quite famous in this, but this was using radium, which is radioactive. Marie Curie found it, um, and radium water to cure. And the, this was in the 1900s, early 1900s, and they believed it cured basically everything. <laughs> it was used to treat things from mental illness. It, they believed it could prevent aging. Um, the radium was also added to things like chocolates, toothpaste, contraceptives. Um, it was genuinely believed by medical practitioners that radium was an effective treatment for the majority of ailments. Um, and one of the things that they then started doing was using it as like a spa treatment. Um, in hot springs and the ancient spa town of bath that's in somerset began marketing itself as britain's radium spa that's what name it gave itself and the spa which was richest in britain in natural radium emanation and in doing so it saw a significant upturn in the numbers of people visiting the town uh, and radium water was on offer there for two pence a glass um oh my god yeah reliance on the water treatments and visits to spas dramatically declined in the 1940s and 50s right then we people... died yeah, yeah no, <laughs> it was because things like vaccines started to become more widespread so people were less ill in general and the nhs was introduced in 1948 uh with comprehensive range of healthcare, so people were less willing to pay for a water cure but the town of Bath around then still proudly proclaimed itself as being having radioactive water. Like it was its <laughs> selling point. 
uh, well into the 1950s. So it's not even that long ago, really, in the whole span of history and the things we've been looking at, really, until it was forced to change its practices rather dramatically following Britain's worst nuclear accident at Windscale, which is now Sellafield. Because of that, everyone suddenly went, oh, no, radioactive bad. I mean, it was bad for other reasons anyway, but, you know, <laughs> that suddenly caused this huge decline and then Bath suddenly didn't call itself radioactive anymore <laughs> yeah i'm not surprised you know it says it stops aging yeah you'd stop aging you because you'd die yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> like stop aging because you're dead that's it I, I don't know about any of you guys researching your facts but basically in the past it would cure one thing pretty much by killing you like it, yeah, would, it, would, it would cure you of your mental health illness but you would be dead so you would be cured but you would also be dead um, or like near to death like yeah. you're gonna die very soon yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks praise that we live in the modern age <laughs> yeah literally well i feel like we're just not as ill anymore anyway like half the illnesses like some of the illnesses they're trying to cure with my fucks is like a toothache and then they're like i'm just gonna make you bleed and then it'll cure the toothache or i'm gonna put a chicken on your face to cure the plague or something <laughs> like that really <laughs> yeah like there's really random things they want to cure and they, yeah. a lot of the time there was such a crossover as well between um doctors and sort of religion and exorcism yeah. and stuff like that that a lot of the really old stuff they believed that illnesses were caused by demons didn't they and sort of yeah. an imbalance of things in your body that weren't they're not actually real but they believed you know you, the demons or the devil was inside you and that's why you're in pain or that's why you'd gone crazy yeah um that's like any hysterical woman they're like you're obviously possessed by a demon yeah. there's yeah. nothing else like you're obviously fear. a witch yeah. <laughs> you're obviously a witch we're gonna burn you as a stake there's yeah. no other reason for yeah. it if you if you sink then you were you were innocent but if you you're, float, you're a witch. yeah <laughs> um, if you're an independent woman you're obviously a witch mm -hmm. that's yeah it. What I think is quite interesting is that attitude revert like changed from it being like mysterious, mis mystical, and um, re religion, religionical, religion, religionical. <laughs> Great word. Religious. That's the word. Yeah, that's um, the word you're looking for. It all changed in Queen Victoria's reign, and she um, she was a real fast uptaker of vaccines and was vaccinated against stuff herself, and that sort of set precedent now. Well, if if the queen and the princess at the time were doing it then it's probably going to be all right mm. yeah well it's just like a celebrity now if a celebrity is going to be doing something we should all be doing it yeah. really she was the the influencer the og influencer yeah, i <laughs> wonder if she had a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'll go on to my next flat uh fact about blood letters um which is basically um make you bleed to cure illnesses and it would cure every illness you can think of, of course. um yeah again at, in the victorian times it used to be barbers that would be the blood letters <laughs> so if you know like if you go to a barber shop now they might have the red and white like spinning thing above the barber shop that's because it was also known as like because they were blood, blood letters, like we still use that now. Obviously, they're not blood letters. Now. Hopefully not. Unless <laughs> you're getting it wrong. You can't just go there for a shave and then just cut your neck like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> like it's not that kind of thing anymore. But yeah, they literally used to make you just have like nosebleeds or like cut open your arm or something to cure any illnesses and release evil spirits. That's what it used to all be about. <laughs> oh my god. Which is. It was pretty gross, yeah. Could you imagine going to the barbers and be like, oh yeah, I'll have a short back and sides and also can you drain half my blood because I'm feeling a bit yeah. off. <laughs> feeling a bit <laughs> off, yeah, yeah, literally. 
It was like Victorians did it mostly, but then you'd also have like the ancient Egypts, which used leeches, which we do also use now. Um, leeches mm-hmm. is still something that is used to bloodlet, but like obviously in a very more safe way. It's more infectious. It's, they they eat the infection, don't they, or something? Yeah. Ugh. You don't just cut open the arm and like hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's normally for like iron. Um, if you've got too much iron, um, then you'd use leeches and stuff. Mm. It's not just to like get rid of some blood in your body. Um, so but yeah, I thought that was a really weird fact. Yeah, like um, the Victorians seem to have done a lot of dabbling in some very odd things, didn't they? Like literally like... all the time, they just wanted to cure everything and anything. They thought there was um, four different types of things that were in your body. They'd think there was yellow bile, black bile, blood, and phlegm. Like they were the four things, and if they were out of sync with each other, that's when you become ill. So mm-hmm. you'd need to like re-sync them up and like get one of them back drain up. in a bit and then yeah them. drain a bit of blood yeah get a bit of black bile in you oh i don't know what that would be i don't know. i don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah that's what they thought the four things made up a human a human body was like those four things well i think i can do a bit of explaining as to why the victorians are a bit gone off on one in all of this <laughs> yeah so at the beginning of the 1800s morphine was used like for everything like you have a cough have a bit morphine your child's talking have a bit morphine um but because of that it caused an absolute huge pandemic of sorry trigger word of uh, opium <laughs> addiction in the world in, especially in britain everybody was addicted to opium because it is given to everything yeah. um, and so doctors created a new wonder drug that had it was safer it had no side effects it wasn't addictive well you know um <laughs> and they didn't have any of those risks however what they created was heroin <laughs> so <laughs> you know take from that what you will but they were all like on heroin for the entirety of that era i feel and we're going up with these <laughs> wacky was in everything wasn't it yeah just yeah. everything had a bit of cocaine added to it yeah they were like just even in my up. house We've got um, old pharmacy bottles. My mum's a pharmacist. My great grandfather's pharmacist. And we've got like old pharmacy bottles all here. And like some of them's got like cocaine in them and stuff. Like I thought you were going to say not that. opened it. Oh, I thought you were what, say what you... you've got cocaine in the back of your house. Just... No, but but in the pharmacy bottles there are. Yeah. Like, like it's still there. But the police are going to be round soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was for medical use at the time. Yeah. They've just been handed down to us. Um, but they were really cool. If you look at like the label of all the old medicines they'd use because obviously they'd mix them up in the pharmacy they wouldn't just like get a little pill um and it wouldn't be all like authorized yeah that's the right word yeah um but yeah we've got cocaine and stuff just in bottles not much <laughs> but yeah it's really cool yeah so what so we'll make you numb from the pain of whatever's going on or we will kill you these are the options that we've established so far mm. for medicine in the past well you say in the past though that it's quite recent the one in america where there's the opium pan uh, not pandemic that's right you know this opium <laughs> problem that's now come about in america because they started to prescribe it for everything again uh, and now there's a whole um a whole se- section of people that would go in because they'd like fallen over and hurt their leg and then the doctors would be like oh okay have some opioids and yeah. now there's a huge opioids issue in America yeah. in certain places because they were just kept handing them out like sweets when someone was in pain. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Louis Freed did a documentary about that recently, didn't they? Is fentanyl one of them that they give a lot out of? And that's become mm. quite a, quite a drug. Mm. <laughs> right. Because like in America, can't like doctor, you can't you just become a doctor? Like you don't need loads of 
um, qualifications to have your own practice or anything. You can just have your own practice, I'm sure, because then there was a documentary about one of these doctors who was just prescribing opioids for like everything. Mm. Like, literally. Yeah, maybe it's more deregulated over there, but it's uh, it's more the money side, isn't it? You, yeah. They, you, yeah, you get paid for it. They get paid yeah. by the medicine company to give the certain medicines out. They also mm-hmm. get paid by you that is paying for the medicine. So they're getting like two streams of income. And yeah. if yeah. you're if if there's this one thing they can get quite a lot of money from and it's also addictive, so you're gonna keep coming back for it. Yeah. yeah that's why people the... are gonna be like, Yay. Yeah, that's why the um, the only driver for healthcare should be the benefit of the patient, not the profit. But you know, go we'll on, not go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good thing we have the NHS here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Praise the Lord for how long it's here. Yeah, we won't be prescribed opioids anytime soon. <laughs> for just a toothache. Yeah. Um, I've got another fact. It's um, it's a fact from the mid nineteenth century. Um. I've never heard of it. A lot of these facts I've like heard of slightly, mm. but I, this is one I've never actually heard about, and it was really cool to... Not, no, not cool in any way. It wasn't a good thing. It's called the whirling chair. So it's something they used to use it as a psychiatric treatment, so for like mental illnesses or anything, literally anything to do with your brain or a reason you'd go to like a lunatic asylum. Um, you could go to a lunatic asylum for literally anything like you could have been beaten up by your husband and you still go to a lunatic asylum like mm-hmm. it could have been anything but yeah the whirling chair was um this chair that was strung up from the ceiling and you'd be strapped into it and like literally the doctor would make you spin around as fast as you could oh my god like this is to like if say it's like schizophrenia or something it's as if you like spinning them around to shift up your brain again oh okay or like something like that so like literally as you the person who founded this was the grandfather of charles darwin oh like which is so bizarre like charles darwin obviously he was brilliant man but then his grandfather was making spinning psychiatric patients around in a room yeah not okay but not only was he just spinning around to like shift their brain it was also this uh that theory of like we had four substances in our body to mm-hmm. like yellow bile black bile and blood but he'd also like make them throw up or like just just get rid of everything in their body so they'd calm down as well it's probably because they were so bloody like tired yeah. <laughs> yeah literally because they were just throwing up yeah. every orifice they had they were just <laughs> coming oh, up gosh, yeah <laughs> because they've been spun around so fast you know like when you go to a fairground round and those um spinning thing the waltzes what called. yeah the waltzes yeah just imagine that but like constant faster yeah, more sadistic <laughs> yeah and like the faster you go and they're like the more you'd look like you're hating it the better the doctor thought he was doing oh my god i, I think that's what's probably the scariest thing is they genuinely thought they were helping like that, that mm, was cutting yeah. edge science and they they thought that they were helping you get better but actually yeah because you know back in that day that would have been a completely normal why would you even question it but now we're like what yeah and i think that's pretty scary you know with they three friends in 20 30 100 years time will make a podcast about the medicines we'd use nowadays because we love i don't think we're using anything too like crazy like spinning people around in a chair though i don't think morally there's things that are wrong like those things morally you could now say they are not okay but i don't think there's many things these days you could say there's a moral issue with but probably like medically definitely yeah you know like siren using cocaine and stuff in medicine a hundred years ago is crazy to think of now yeah we would probably in a hundred years think us using a certain type of painkiller now is crazy 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, but like we still perform like lobotomies on people to this day as like the That's last so resort crazy. treatment. Oh, do we? For, yeah. Yeah. For um, if you have epilepsy, it can be a last resort treatment or certain disorders. They can. Oh, it's the oh last God. treatment of last resort and it's not performed very often anymore, but it mm. is still performed. That Obviously, it's not done under your under duress. You consent to it. No, and yeah. And mm-hmm. we have brain scans and know what we're doing. But it does. Whenever stop. I think of lobotomy, did anyone like read One Flown Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Mm-hmm. And Ratchet, if you watch that, they literally have oh, the yeah. scene where they lobotomize. Oh people. my god, it's disgusting! Worst thing. And he just like nick drilling into oh, the head. Oh, oh, oh god, oh, my I don't god. hear that. Have you watched it, Elliot? Oh god, it's awful. I, I don't. It's so gruesome. I just for the, for the viewers at home or listeners at home, I don't watch anything horror because I just can't cope with that stuff. So, yeah, um, that's very true. Yeah, I have literally. some more fun facts that yeah, might bring okay. the mood away. <laughs> if we bring the mood away, mine are a bit more sort of light um, topics. <laughs> so, I found a book called mother's remedies over 1000 tried and tested remedies from mothers of the united states and canada um and it's published in 1910 and it contains many remedies that have been phased out and one of them was hay fever a treatment for hay fever which was spraying four percent solution of cocaine up the nose um and that was quite normal because we've i mean we've talked about it before cocaine was prescribed for things like indigestion fatigue eye pain and anyway, I found out when I was looking into this, I kind of went down a deep hole of looking at this this um, this book. You can actually get it on Amazon. Uh, it's still around. I don't know if it's in print or it's, you know, old books, but you can get a Kindle edition of it and everything. Um, <laughs> but the comments on the page are unbelievable. There are people genuinely buying this still, looking for remedies to stuff, even though the majority are ridiculous. So another one that there was in this book, just from a bit more context, if you had dry hands, chapped hands, they said to pour sour cream into a cloth, bury it outside overnight, and then in the morning, unearth it and apply the sour cream to your hands. They And that was a genuine thing that was written in here and tried and tested and was believed but this What's is the a science behind that there, there cannot be any science it was just probably a, i believe this works but this I, was i a, need to write a book and make yeah. money let's yeah. just write some stuff down this was a review of the book though that i found on amazon that i just just made me laugh this was written in 2016 this book is really <laughs> handy to have because it's full of remedies that have been tried by mums and people it may have just been the way my tablets formatted but it was a little hard to read because it's altogether like a story at the time I bought it, I had a cold, so I was looking for cold remedies. Overall, I love this book, and I'm glad to have it in my collection. This book was published in 1910. Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at information from over 100 years ago for a cold remedy? Yeah, she never heard of Lemsip. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe she's wondering where could she get a Coke from just to store that in <laughs> justifying the cocaine question that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly officer the book told me to do it <laughs> yeah honestly 1901 told me to do it <laughs> oh yeah but that just made me laugh there must be some funny things in that book yeah um, they were the only two i could it. find <laughs> yeah it was only like 60 something p on the kindle but everyone was why didn't you buy it <laughs> format. So everyone said it didn't format properly on the kindle Damn. so i was like oh it's not worth it Damn. Not well, worth the format. If you'd like to go read that book, go ahead. Give yeah, if anyone feedback. wants to go buy that, read it on their Kindle and tell us what it says. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be quite yeah. interesting to know what is actually in that book. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I don't know whether you guys noticed on your fact fact finding hunts, uh, but lots of like everyday items today were used for different purposes in their first situation. Like Coca Cola was like had cocaine in it and was used for something else. Mm-hmm. Margarine uh, was actually used to grease tires in the war, which is kind of yes, disgusting. Um, but ketchup, something that I didn't think could have another use except being absolutely disgusting. Um, no, agreed. No. I don't like it. Wrong. Thank you. Absolutely I mean, there's wrong. the we need wrong. to have we need to have an Instagram poll to determine how many people hate ketchup because there's going to be two at least. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're leading the way. <laughs> yeah, more than half of this podcast hates it. So, <laughs> uh, so tomato ketchup was actually invented by a Dr. Bennett, and it was sold in a little pill. And it was marketed to cure pretty much everything, basically. Diarrhea, indigestion, jaundice, rheumatism. I believe that. (laughs) I'm never ill and I I drink it. I drink (laughs) drink it. I do not drink it. (laughs) However, this was all disproven, obviously, Tesney. Only by um, people like you. (laughs) Scientists. The scientists, Jim. And the only good thing that it is for, which, and I'm going to say that this is not my opinion, is good for dipping chips into, which it isn't, but... Oh my god, it so is. I could really do a massive bowl of chips and ketchup. <laughs> this has deviated quite quickly from sorry, historical sorry, medicine to ketchup. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you brought ketchup up. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You I know how much I love so it. Pas- passionate about it. You know I love ketchup. Uh, you yeah. know what a condiment I think could be a medicine would be something like horseradish you know like yeah. if, you, if you have horseradish or wasabi which tends to just be horseradish yeah. you don't um, eat it by mistake <laughs> and you eat it like you know sometimes i've had sushi and i've not realized a bit of wasabi stuck onto like the end bit and i've like eaten it and it's like you feel it go up your nose it's like having one of those menthol sucky sweet things <laughs> and i'm like oh you know and i think that would probably work for a cold that's the only kind of condiment I genuinely believe would fix something. Yeah. God. What else would there be? Yeah, I, I, think I, I, yeah, I don't think there's any more condiments that would help in a cold. No, brown sauce isn't helping anything, is it? I mean, I would suggest going to the doctors or pharmacist. Yeah, yeah we need a disclaimer at the end of this and be like, we are not medical professionals. Yeah. <laughs> We're really not. Yeah. Well. I mean, you are slightly. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, but not like... These views are my own. Not, not a pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, not like a pharmacist. <laughs> not a pharmacist, people. Please don't listen to me. <laughs> Do you know some cure for hangovers? Yes. Yeah. Some cure for hangovers. Because okay. I've started to get those now. Well, I'm drinking some wine now, so maybe I need one of these cures tomorrow. Um, <laughs> the first, Actually, I'd, I'd die before I'd have to use one of these cures. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this was in... Um, oh... No, I can't. I can't say that name. I don't know how to say that. Sorry, unfortunately, I can't tell you how where it's from because I can't <laughs> say the name. Um, but a pickled sheep's eye can cure a hangover. You have Wales. to eat it for breakfast. No, it's not. Bre- it's not Wales. Yeah, eat it for breakfast when you've got the hangover, and that will cure it. With followed by a glass of tomato juice, very specifically with your pickled sheep's eye. So it's basically so- a um, bloody mary. With basically <laughs> with real blood. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a busted so, yeah. trial. Yes, it does. It probably is, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> and the second cure um, for a hangover is tea made of poop and owl eggs. That's in the Wild West. 
and specifically rabbit poo and oh. owl eggs. That's it. Not just not normal poo. Owl eggs. Rabbit. What the hell would you sort? No of... owl eggs. Eggs. Oh, right. <laughs> eggs. <laughs> no. so there's loads of really poor owls fair. with no legs left. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, either are a bit weird to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the egg um... drink I could understand, but as soon as you add in poo to it, it's. <laughs> it's but then you, it's suggested drinking owl eggs mixed with wine for three days to get rid of the hangover. So you're also drinking wine three days <laughs> that, that one does work. That's, that, That's like hair of the dog. It is hair, hair of the, the dog. dog. That is just slowly weaning yourself out of the hangover. That's not... <laughs> but making it even worse. <laughs> but, but it, so if you two, if we, you know, when we finally do go on a banging night out again... Oh my um, God, it's going to be the best night out. <laughs> and we all three inevitably have the worst hangovers ever in the morning. Why don't we Which each try a historical... <laughs> Um, hangover cure. Obviously not ones like this, but yeah, I'm sure there's say. loads of... I say, Bagsy not doing the poo with our leg. I'm sure there's so many of them, and I think we should each do one, and then see who has the worst hangover. I don't... I, you know, I'm all for science, but this is going to get freaky fast, and people <laughs> no, might no, hold like us to this. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but I will let everyone know, I don't get hangovers, so I won't be able yeah. to participate. It'll end, I tell you. It will end. And you will what get will one end? that will kill you. <laughs> Hang <laughs> yeah. The only way I'll kill myself is by hitting my head from fainting. That's yeah. the only way I'm going to die. Yeah. Well, I know, and we all, we have plenty of ways that we can probably stop you from fainting. We we have this chair that spins around really fast. Oh my God, I think, I'm going to imagine a hangover on that chair. I think that's actually how you're going to die. That would be the worst. Like, you already feel like you're spinning. <laughs> like you're on that chair. Maybe if you could manage to spin yourself the other way at perfect speed, you would just suddenly feel like a sense of, I'm fine. I'm just spinning around in the ceiling. You're lightened as you're spinning around because you're fine. Oh, God. I could see that working. You have a good hangover cure um, ritual, though, Tez. Oh, it's a very specific ritual, though. Um, So before I drink, I've got to also buy a can of full sugar coke. Not the full cans, you know, like those half-thin cans? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so a half-thin can of full sugar coke and full sugar Red Bull. I've got to drink the Red Bull to make me awake because it's got the caffeine in, and then I've got to drink the Coke for the sugar, so then, I don't know, it works somehow. But yeah, that's how I get better, and then you eat something, and then that's And fine. then you eat the leftover pizza that you ordered at midnight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I forget that happens, because I, I just eat the pizza anyway, no matter what's happening. <laughs> but no matter what, whenever I've drank anything, I will then order domino's pizza yeah. don't matter how if it's just me if i'm poor i'll still order 30 quids of domino's pizza and eat the whole thing myself it's quite impressive <laughs> to see everybody next time we can i'm going to take a photo and post it on instagram of I'm actually surprised pizza if you've ever... <laughs> yeah you can see the whole the thing with it is everyone can see how much pizza i have but i will not eat it with anyone i have to go sit in a dark room eating that pizza by myself <laughs> You just get it. you just get it from the door and you're like, see ya. <laughs> but that's what happened with me and Elliot when we lived next to each other. Yeah. We brought pizza and I was like, Elliot, you're gonna have to go now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got I got a text at like I don't want to make us sound really really boring, but like half past ten. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
saying, probably earlier. Yeah, <laughs> and saying, "Will you, uh, will you share a pizza with me?" And then when it, I had to go and get it, and then gave it to Tesney, and she was like, "Right, well, night then," and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I basically meant, "Will you order the half?" The, so I don't have to spend so much money. Will you order pizza with me? Go get it and deliver it to my door. Yeah. That's basically what I meant by I, that. So I was used, is what that was. That was. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed the pizza though, so I did. To be fair. You know, yeah, you're just a bad influence. <laughs> yeah, but you don't live with me anymore. Well, near me anymore, so. Yeah, for the good of us all. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Lol. Well, that deviated a lot. <laughs> yeah, that really did. I don't know where we left off. To, we were talking like, about hangover stuff. cures, so it did fit in. Yeah, yeah I suppose, yeah. Well, luckily I only had two hangover cures and then my own one. I suggest if you're hungover, try my full sugar Coke and full sugar Red Bull after each other i feel like it's like your body's crying and it's like let's just mess it up even more and eventually it'll just go okay i'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're getting our time warning guys Mm -hmm. oh wait oh no yeah five minutes ago does everyone know that we're doing this on zoom that's why we've only got 40 minutes (laughs) yeah we're we're piss poor sorry we're rather poor (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have to censor that now (laughs) yeah there's gonna be (laughs) what is it you're gonna need a beat there rachel um. <laughs> redacted <Yeah. laughs> going to be blurred out and everything right well that's it everybody I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast today uh, you can catch us on our socials so our uh, Instagram is at particles plants and patients and our Twitter is at the three number P podcast uh, and you can find Tesney at um, on Instagram you find me at botanical babe with two E's um, and on Twitter, Tesney Balgin underscore. And you can find Rachel at? It's spelt Rachel, A-E-L, at the end on both. And you can find me on Instagram at Elliot Griffith 98 and on Twitter at Elliot Griffith 98 where I've still got no followers. Um, <laughs> please also subscribe to our YouTube channel because you get some bonus content of all of oh, the outtakes. The oh, the bonus content. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, oh, God. Just to get into this point, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, can you please find us on all of the podcast services, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the other ones, um, and rate <laughs> us because it really does help and and thank you so much for listening, guys. See you next time when we will discuss... What was it? Conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah. yeah, conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> Tessie's going to really come into her own. Yeah. You're going to really enjoy that one. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 Bye.